Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to The Future of Work, a PropGPod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the PropGPod wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, New York Giants fans, and welcome to a new edition of the Valentine's Views podcast here on Big Blue View Radio, part of your SB Nation family of podcasts. Please remember to subscribe, whether you're watching us on YouTube or whether you're listening, wherever you listen to podcasts across the Big Blue View Radio network. A few things to talk about today in relation to your New York Giants in advance of Friday's preseason game against the Detroit Lions, the Giants' preseason opener. They released their first unofficial depth chart this week. I wrote about that at Big Blue View on Tuesday with a few a few thoughts, a few a few comments on on what the uh, on what the Giants released. And listen, it is important to remember that this is an unofficial depth chart. The Giants still have a 90-man roster. They're still going through competitions at several positions. Nothing that was in this unofficial depth chart is etched in stone. That said, some of the things are are interesting to look at. At uh, at center, the Giants are listing rookie John Schmitz as the starter. It would appear that that competition is heading that way. But Ben Bredesen has been getting his fair share of first-team reps as well. So I wouldn't say that that competition is over by any stretch of the imagination. It's very interesting because Bredesen of late has worked first-team at center. He's worked first-team throughout training camp at left guard at times. Josh Azudu working there most of the time when Bredesen was at another position. And of late, Bredesen has been taking some snaps with the first team at right guard as well. Now, that may be an indication of a little bit of a competition at right guard with veteran Mark Glowinski, or it could simply be the Giants limiting Glowinski's workload, something that the Giants have done with a lot of players throughout camp. They've given Leonard Williams days off. In fact, they gave both Leonard Williams and Aziz Ojolari back-to-back days off to uh, to limit their workload. Real uh, Brian Dable and his staff really leaning into workload management with a lot of players. They Sterling Shepard is off pup, but Shep is basically practicing every other day at this point not going every day as he returns from major leg injuries in back-to-back seasons. So as I said, the Giants really, you know, leaning into workload management. So we'll see how all of that plays out. But a couple of other interesting notes on the depth chart. When it comes to uh, to the defense, 
The the Giants are listing Darian Beavers as the starting will linebacker next to Bobby Okereke with Micah McFadden listed as the second teamer. But that competition is far from over between those two second-year players who also happen to be really good friends. And I know we're roommates a year ago during training camp. I'm not sure if they're rooming together again this year. But uh, that competition does not appear to be over. I think Beavers eventually wins that. I think Beavers is a better athlete, better in coverage, probably has a little bit more range as a run defender. And if he gets to week one healthy, I think he'll win that job. Another interesting thing is the Giants do list veteran Darnay Holmes as their first team slot corner. But I think it's anybody's guess as to how that position ends up. I've said multiple times that Holmes could be a salary cap casualty when the Giants set their 53-man roster. Giants can save a little bit over $2.7 million against the cap if they cut Holmes. And right now, they're at about $4 million and change over the cap. So they're going to need more space than they have to get through the 2023 season. And they've looked at... They've looked at a lot of different things in the slot. They've looked at Cordale Flott in the slot. They've looked at the idea of playing impressive sixth-round pick Trey Hawkins on the outside at cornerback and moving Adoree Jackson, their best cornerback, inside to the slot, which is an intriguing idea against some of the teams that the Giants would play, like the Dallas Cowboys, where CeeDee Lamb spends a lot of his time operating out of the slot. They have Zion Gilbert, a couple of their safeties, you know, Nick McLeod, Jason Pinnock can move down into the slot. We've seen Xavier McKinney move down into the slot at times. So they could do a lot of things in the slot. And I think that even though he's listed as the first team safety right now on this unofficial depth chart, I think it's a 50-50 proposition as to whether Darnay Holmes actually makes the eventual 53-man roster. All right, next up, just a quick note on Tuesday's first joint practice with the Detroit Lions. I'm not in Allen Park, Michigan to witness those practices firsthand, unfortunately. Wish I was, but uh, but but I can't, I guess you just can't go everywhere. So I'm here at uh, I'm here at home piecing together reports, piecing together information and giving you guys as much uh, insight and analysis as I possibly can. Uh, joint practice on Tuesday. The uh, most of the reports that came out indicated that the Giants had a really rough day offensively on Tuesday looked like Daniel Jones missed some throws that he's been making throughout training camp. Looks like uh, Aiden Hutchinson you know, pretty much had his way with whoever was at right tackle for the Giants. Uh, mostly, I think it was Matt Parrott with the first unit. I'm not sure if anybody else rotated in there, but I'm not going to go crazy about Aiden Hutchinson having a big day against a backup right tackle. I'm also not going to go crazy about Daniel Jones missing a couple of throws. Jones has had a really, really good summer so far. And and one practice where he's a little bit off target is just not any reason for alarm. It's just uh it's just practice, as they say. And 
And it's good work to get to see a different team, to get to see, you know, different schemes, to get to try to block different players. It's work that will be really beneficial for the Giants. Another thing to keep in mind, this practice was held at 10 o'clock, I believe 10, 10 o'clock or 1030 on Tuesday morning. The Giants practiced in East Rutherford on Monday. They got into Michigan Monday night, got in, checked into their hotels, got a night of rest and went right out to the practice field. That's kind of a quick turnaround for the Giants. Not an excuse, but just something to keep in mind. I wonder if uh, if they were a little bit sluggish this morning just because of the travel turnaround. We'll see if uh, we'll see if the offense rebounds in any way on uh, on Wednesday when the Giants hold their second joint practice with the Lions. But but I'm not I'm not concerned about the fact that they had one subpar practice along the way as they get ready for for the regular season. The Giants have have a lot of new weapons. They have a lot of new players. They're adding a lot of new wrinkles to their offense. Tuesday was the first time they trotted out that new offense against an opponent that wasn't their own defense, and it didn't go perfectly. And and that's just not a big deal. It's just not something that I'm going to get all uh, all worried about. Anyway, the preseason opener is Friday night against the Lions. I'm not expecting many of the starters to play, if any of them at all. But we'll have all the coverage for you here at Big Blue View. So please stay with us as we continue to cover Giants training camp. Before I uh, before I close up, I did want to mention one thing that uh, that General Manager Joe Shane mentioned on the Zach Zach Gelb show on a podcast appearance that he made earlier this week. He mentioned the fact that. Second-year wide receiver Wandale Robinson on the pup list as he recovers from a torn ACL suffered, I believe, in Week 11 last season against the Detroit Lions could be off the physically unable to perform list in about a week or so. That news is a little bit of a surprise. I think the expected timeline, considering that Robinson didn't do much of anything during the spring. We've seen on the field, we've seen him do virtually nothing except stand still and toss a ball back and forth with some teammates during warmups. A little bit of a surprise that that uh, that Robinson might be ready before week one. The expectation has been, you know, in most circles that Robinson would probably begin the 2023 season on the pup list and miss at least the first quarter of the regular season. But perhaps that's not the case. Robinson's a guy that the Giants really, really love. They love the things he can do out of the slot. They love the uh, the fact that they can use him in the backfield. And uh, his presence would be a good thing for the Giants if he happens to be able to be ready week one against the Dallas Cowboys. It does, though, complicate the roster picture. You're looking at a roster that's heavy on veteran slot receivers. You've got Sterling Shepard trying to make a comeback. You've got Cole Beasley. You've got Jamison Crowder, all guys that have impressive NFL resumes with a lot of accomplishments. The Giants can't keep them all. You've got a guy like Colin Johnson, 6'6", 220-pound guy, 
bidding for a roster spot. You've got David Sills, who's been around seemingly forever, been a Giant since 2019, although he spent most of his time on the practice squad, who started some games last year. You've got uh, a guy like Bryce Ford Wheaton, an undrafted free agent that I know a lot of a lot of you are interested in. I don't see how Ford Wheaton makes this roster. Another guy uh, that that I happen to like, I keep being drawn to, is Khalil Pimpleton, a second year guy that was on the practice squad a year ago. I don't know how Pimpleton makes this roster. I think he probably doesn't, but I keep looking at Khalil Pimpleton and thinking that he might be the best kickoff punt return guy on the Giants current 90 man roster but it's virtually impossible these days to make an NFL roster simply as a return guy which would really be where Pimpleton would fit on this edition of the Giants he would be just an extra body at wide receiver who probably wouldn't get many if any snaps on offense so I'm not sure how he makes the roster but Robinson being healthy is a good thing. It just, as I said, it it complicates the picture when it comes to figuring out which six or seven wide receivers the Giants will go into the 2023 season with. All right, Giants fans. Hopefully, uh, later in the week, I'll have uh, I'll have a guest for you as we try to uh, to preview Friday night's Giants. Lions preseason opener. I'm still efforting on getting you guys a a guest, and uh, and fingers crossed, I'll be able to make that uh, a reality. So uh, thank you as always for listening. Please stay safe out there. Take care of each other, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye bye.